Good evening, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Price is Mind show. I know we've been MIA for a minute, but we're back, of course, with a returning and special guest for this evening, Mr. Gary Tarvis, or Tavares. i got to remember how to say that. And we're going to talk about his book um, and also his trailer. We talked about his book, I believe it was sometime last year, 2015, Deceptive Vows, a novel by Gary G. Tavares. And now he has a movie trailer that's going to um, be viewed on this Friday from 7 p. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Smyrna, Georgia. Um, Mr. Tavares is only going to be on the radio with us for a short period of time tonight um, due to his um, hectic schedule. So we're going to bring him right on in right now and let him get ready to start talking about his magnificent movie coming out, his movie trailer. Let's see if we can get him in here. Gary, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Gary, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? Good. Welcome back to the Price is Mine show. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it's been about a year, but, yeah, I'm back with new things in the works. I know. That's awesome. I know you have um, only a short amount of time to talk about what's coming up. Just let everyone know. I tried to post it on the event page so everyone can get a little hint of what's going on and and see the, the cover and the movie um, cover and the book cover and all that good stuff. First of all, let's let the, let the Prices Minds community know who you are, who is Gary. Well, I'm Gary Tavares. I'm a writer, producer, playwright, author, poet. I do a little bit of everything. Uh, but I have my own company here in Atlanta, Tavares Entertainment LLC, uh, which is, I call it Publishing Creative Writing Service. Uh, so I do that, and I can write movies as well. I've got quite a few movies that I've written. Uh, but I've been writing since probably about like uh, 90s, 95 or so. Started out writing plays when I lived in California. In fact, this was actually a play that was done in California in 2000 and brought back for an encore in 2001. It was called Until Death Do Us Part as a Play. And it did real well as a play, and uh, that was when I knew I had something special. So... I, I wrote the book version and the movie version, and uh, I just was able to get a trailer shot for a, a movie, uh, which actually shot May 14th. It was done, and we're going to be having the viewing party. That's going to be this Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Smyrna Community Center uh, from 7 to 10. So uh, I'm really excited about it. And uh, looking forward to, you know, basically my baby being born to the world, something that uh, I've had in the mix for many, many years, and it's finally coming to light. Did you have any questions? That's awesome. That's great. Um, I will be there Friday um, short for a short period of time. I'm double booked, but I'll be there to support, of course, on Friday, I can't wait to be there. I can't wait to see what's going on and and see everything. So I'll be there to 
to report back to the Prices Mon community of how the um, trailer went and how the party was going and all that good stuff. But um, let me see what else. It's a domestic, it's a domestic violence movie uh, that's on a level of like a perfect guy, obsession, enough, um, you know, burning bed, that type of level, you know, maybe something, you know, that could be either lifetime or on a big screen. Uh, but that's what I wanted so you to tell um, the listeners, um, Gary, is first tell them about Deceptive Vows and how Deceptive Vows, the book, the novel, finds with Deceptive Vows, the movie trailer. Uh, well, the the book is, is the full story, and then, uh, you know, the the movie trailer is basically like what we call teaser, you know, like it's when you go to the movies and you watch the previews. Those are uh, actually trailers, so it's about two two and a half minutes worth of what it would be, the you know the highlights of it. And so uh, what 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 we're hoping to do is get funding from that to do the the full length movie script, the full two hour movie, uh, but. Deceptive Vows, it's it's very, the book is, I mean, very page, you know, very, it, it, it'll keep you turning the pages. This is what this is what I get, the feedback I get is it keeps you turning the pages. Once you pick it up, you, you go cover to cover, you really don't put it down. You know, it's an easy read, but it's, it's every page has something that wants to lead you to the, turn it to the next page. So it's exciting all the way through. The movie is going to be very much, very much close to how the book is. But you know, the books most of the time are are you know better than the movie. So that may or may not be this case because the movie is going to be very very powerful. So you know, and the book is also. So, uh, but it 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 deals with a girl named Patricia. It's it's actually fiction. But Patricia meets this guy and falls in love with him, and she gets married to him after a short period of time, and he turns out to be her worst nightmare. His name is Andre, and uh, in the film, it's Dominique Hagler plays Patricia, and Damien Michael Chase, he plays Andre. So it's actually, in, in the movie, it's... It's a African American woman and a Caucasian guy, so we did a twist to to that type of story, rather than you know old you know uh, African American man beating an African American woman, we you know kind of flipped the script a little bit and, and had it a Caucasian man and African American woman to to you know some to somewhat have some originality there, something original. So um, that you know, I, I was mean, going to ask. Because, <clears throat> I was going to ask. I'm sorry, Gary. I was going to ask that because the the book cover has two African American hands, and then yes. the um, I guess you call it the, the movie cover or the movie. I don't. Well, I'm not sure what you call it. The movie poster. It's a movie poster. Yeah, a movie it's poster. The movie. That it has, you know, and I want you to explain that too. Because um, on the book it has like the 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 wedding the wedded hands the the rings on the finger and you know then you have in the in the far back you have the 
husband and wife walking off as husband and wife with a little crack down the middle. But on the mm-hmm. movie post, it's the white man and a pregnant black woman, and he's holding a gun. Why did it have mm-hmm. to go? Why did it go that far? Well, um, the the idea was given to me by a casting director, Stephanie Smith. You know, when I had the casting call, because actually the original Andre, he was he was Caucasian also, and he just he's that role. I mean, he was great at that role. And I said, but you know, really, I was thinking, you know, in the book and in the movie, it was supposed to be an African American person playing that role, you know, and, but, you know, this guy had nailed the role so much. We said, well, you know what, that might even put a little twist in it if we do that. So the the casting director gave me that idea. And, and, and I thought, I think it's a good idea to change things up, flip the script a little bit. So, uh, yeah, that was the reason why I, I did it. And I think it worked real well. Okay, I, I agree. I was just wondering because it made it, it took it to a whole nother level <clears throat> because you're trying to wonder at this point on the book, this is how I perceive it. Gary, I need to write a review about it as soon as I get an opportunity to, but um, the book, it seems like there was just an issue with the marriage, uh, the relationship, and maybe he cheated, she cheated, so I was deceived, and the marriage was over. But on the movie post, it's like it's something more to it than that. It's something more to it than just <clears throat> it's more so like it's somebody having a um a split personality. It's like the the you see what I'm saying? It kinda of flipped. The book gives you one notion of a failed marriage, but then the movie post gives you another notion of uh, a person who was not who they pretended to be. And that's, that that pose for a very good, inquisitive type of connection. Yeah. Are you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry, I'm near an airport, but uh, near the airport, Atlanta airport, but I'm sorry about that. But, yeah, I did hear you. But, yeah, Andre is, he is some. he turns out to be, you know, like I said, her worst nightmare. Even in the book version, with with the the guy who was perceived as an African American guy in on in the book, I mean he he was he seemed to be nice, and then he went to to a whole nother level. So I mean, I mean I think it doesn't it doesn't change the whole story. It, it changes it somewhat because of of it being, but they, I mean in a in a different sense it doesn't change it because. There are all different types of relationships that, that that can go south like that, you know. Whether it's you know mixed relationships, you know, uh, same relationship. This this is something that that has to be addressed, and I felt that I needed to address, and and so it was something that I did because of that, because it's so prevalent, you know, domestic violence, and I feel I have a talent to where. I can bring it to the light. We may, we may not be able to talk about it, everything, but you know, through you know, the the medium of uh, theater and and movies and stuff like that, which we all love, we can address these issues that are so hard to address. I agree, and as a male, 
Did you ever, did someone ever ask you, like, what made you write about domestic violence? It's usually a female writing about domestic violence and how a friend she knows or how herself has gotten over that situation, the abuse, the emotional abuse and psychological effect it has had on her. Do you get questioned why you as a male decided to write a book about domestic violence? Well, um, Actually, before I did the play version years ago, I actually visited some domestic violence homes in the California Bay Area, and and I spoke in length to, to uh, I don't call them victims. We don't call them victims. They're survivors. Uh, so I spoke to quite a few survivors, in, and I stayed there the whole day, and, and you know, and I got their stories, and um, I, I had to go what I do what I call investigative writing, which is uh go go to libraries, you know, and look up statistics and, and uh different things about the, the batterer as well as the the survivors and so I had to do studying and investigative writing for that. So it's I wanted to make it as realistic as possible, even though it's fiction. I wanted to be true to it, you know, and I wanted people I want to save lives with it. I want people to look at this and say, wow, this is something that can really happen to me, and, or this is something that has happened to me, and this is, this is the way that it's going. So maybe it can make them change that course and do something different for themselves as well as their families or their children. And that's very important, um, and it's, very, it's, a great, it's a great thing that you're bringing this to the forefront as a male, um, because it's important that your voice is heard as well in support of what well, in support of, you know, eliminating domestic violence and and being an advocate for domestic violence. Do you are you involved with or a member of any type of domestic violence groups or forums? Not at this time, but you know, I I have uh definitely given to the coalition against domestic violence. Um it, I've given to them and you know, I've try. I'm actually trying to have invited them to come, um, to come see this, and so, yeah, I think that you know we we gotta walk the walk. We can't just talk the talk, you know. Um, but I do believe that it has the potential to save lives, you know, because, you know, of how realistic it is and and how people will be able to view view this this poor woman going through this and see it's not just all about, you know, the verbal and, and physical abuse. It's it's psychological and probably one in one in every four women go through some sort of violence, sexual abuse or domestic violence. And, you know, it's, it does it goes across all all different races, genders, you know, and sexes. It just it it just Go, it's something that needs to be addressed, and like I said, I feel I have a talent to where I can I can do that. Very good. I thank you too. I thank you do too as well. Um, you know what? It's been two years. <laughs> it's been a while. But anyhow, I just looked at the date when you signed the book. But at any rate, um, it's been a long time. What else do you have in the making um, as far as any books or any movies being released soon? Well, you know, I guess I'm staying in the dark side, but, 
these the issues that I attack, I feel need to be attacked, and you know they may be considered dark issues, but I believe you have to pull you know things from the dark into the light subject matters. So the next one that I would love to get done is 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 a powerful powerful movie that you know about a story that very few people even know about that happened in the Boston Red Sox organization. Um, and it's called Predator on the Dime in the Boston Red Sox Child Molestation Story. Yeah, and, you spoke uh, about that before. Yeah, I, I have the book. That's on Amazon. In fact, Deceptive Vows is also on Amazon. But uh, at the event, I'm going to have 20 of them, but you can get autographed by me. But uh, back to... The Predator on the Diamond, the Boston Red Sox child molestation. Uh, I wrote that one. I, I coincidentally met one of the survivors of that. Uh, it was a to make, make a long story short. That story is a true story about a between 1970 and 1990. They had a Caucasian clubhouse manager that worked in the clubhouse there at the Boston Red Sox spring training facility. At that time, it was in Florida, and uh, he would go to the inner cities and target uh, young black boys to work in for the organization as, you know, bat boys, towel boys, so on and so forth. And he would tell, he would target fatherless families and uh, tell the mothers how a great opportunity it was for these kids to work, you know, with the organization, their heroes and so on and so forth. To make a long story short, he molested as many as uh, over a dozen black boys at that time. And, so uh, I actually wrote the story. I got the book about it in Amazon, and I got the movie script about that also. So I would like to do that, as, bring that to light as, as my next project. I'm so sorry. That sounds very interesting. I remember you speaking about that before. Of course, now that we know it was two years ago, and that was um, that sounds very interesting, very intriguing. It sounds like. Sounds like a good movie trailer, too. Yeah, yeah, and and I have the book, like I said, that's in Amazon already, and I have the movie script, which has already been written. So uh, I'll probably maybe hopefully be able to get a trailer of that done so that I can, you know, uh, maybe get some interest in that. I don't think that'll be a hard sell. Uh, these are subjects that... Uh, you know, or even though they're tough subjects, you know, I mean, we're talking about domestic violence, we're talking about child molestation, but this is things that we we don't talk about enough. You know, it it gets swept under the rug, or we turn our heads to it, um, and you know, it's something that we don't want to address. Yep, that, and also human trafficking. That's a big issue people um, don't like to talk about. Very often. Oh yeah, the, all those are good things, and they all—they all, they all kind of go hand in hand. So that's very good that you're touching each point of those things and making them very um, apparent to the to the community, so that someone can do things about it. I was just watching—I think it was Fatal Attraction or For My Man or something last night, and or the night before, whenever it came on. And saw that, you know, somebody used a, a small child to molest as payment for drugs or what have you. So it's it's very important to have that 
address and and just be aware of what's going on and so you can be able to possibly pre- predict when it's going to happen to someone and, and prevent it from happening. But, Gary, we're getting towards the end of your time, so if you would like to let the listeners know how they can find you, all your um, social media shout-outs, um, what else you have coming in the future of this, if anything more than um, the book and the other movie, let them all know and how they can find you and spell it out for people so they can write it down for us. Okay. All right. You can reach me at uh, on Facebook at Gary with one R, G is in golf, and then Tavares. That's spelled T is in Tom, A B is in victory, A R E S. Gary G Tavares is on Facebook. Scriptman one is on um, Twitter. Script like a movie script, script man one, and that's that's Twitter. And then if you want to go to my personal page, it's www.tavarisentertainment.net. That's all one word. Or you can reach me at uh, 678-437-4496. But I will be posting that, uh, well, actually, if you don't get to go see it, I will be posting that, that um, film trailer actually on social media probably very soon if you don't get to go see it Friday. I think I'm I'm pretty much at capacity for Friday. <laughs> but there, there'll be food, there'll be music, and we're going to show it three times. So if you can't stay the full three hours, we'll be showing it three times, 7.30, 8.30, and 9.30 p.m. Okay. Hold on, Gary. Mm-hmm. Um, for the ones who are here locally in, in the Atlanta area or Georgia, can you let them know the specifics on where this is going to be at, um, the address and the times and things like that, so they'll know where they can join you if possible? It's going to be at the Smyrna Community Center in Smyrna, Georgia. That's uh, 200 um, Village Green Circle, and that's Smyrna, Georgia, 30080. And that's this Friday, um, June 17th from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Correct. Standard Time. And the, correct, and it'll be shown... At 7.30 p.m., 8.30 p.m., 9.30 p.m. We've got it kind of like movie style, so you can, if you can't stay the whole time, at least maybe you can come, you know, and, and catch it one of those hours, get grab a bite to eat, and so on and so forth. Right, okay. Well, I got my RSP in, so I'll see you Friday, Gary. I will see you, and maybe we'll do another show after afterwards. Always open to doing or another show. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you, Gary, uh, for being on my show once again two years later. Thank you very much for having me. Always. You have a good evening, okay? Uh, you too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard from Mr. Gary G. Tavares of Tavares Entertainment, LLC. He will be releasing his, um, or viewing his trailer to his new movie, Deceptive Vows, which is a spinoff of his novel, Deceptive Vows, 
this Friday at the Smyrna Community Center in Smyrna, Georgia. That's 200 Village, Village Green Circle. Uh, I think it's southeast or in South, I forgot what it is. But um, that's the address at 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, that's this Friday in two days, the 17th at 7 p.m. He will be showing the trailer at 7.30 p.m. So if you're on CP time you get to be at 7.30, you're just in time to see the trailer. 7.30, 8.30, and 9.30. Of course, it ends at 10. So you have three opportunities to see it. If you can't stay the whole time, like you said, come, mingle, socialize, grab something to eat, watch the trailer if you can, those 30 minutes, I mean those 30 um 7.30, 8.30, and 9.30 time frames, and um, continue to support Mr. Tavares. The Price is Mine show is going to take a short commercial break and return right back with Breaking Your Mind Wednesday. You listen to The Price is Mine show. I'm your host, Sherry P. I'll be right back after this short commercial break. Yes, it's finally here. It's official. Sign with Universal. Miss Renetta Mays with You Got Me Open. Live from Flame Studios, Vibration Radio, Taylor Kennedy Media, and of course, YourRadioNetwork.com. Buy that. Cop that. Hell, I don't care if you burn that, but just support that. Miss Renetta Mays, You Got Me Open. creative work of the author Trent Williams of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. DeMarco is a young police officer who thinks he is living the perfect married life. The unforgiving streets of Queens, New York are about to show him that he couldn't be more wrong. His wife's dirty secrets are exposed, and DeMarco is left to decide if he still wants his marriage. Get your copy of Intimidated by Love by author Monique Miller. Available everywhere May 2nd. Connect with Monique by visiting MoniqueMillerWrites.com. Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. Vivian comes from anything but a happy home. 
She is sheltered, young, and beautiful with a life that is filled with drama and pain, trusting no one. Vivian makes a habit of covering up her bruises and pretending that all is well. DeMarco is a young police officer who thinks he is living the perfect married life. The unforgiving streets of Queens, New York are about to show him that he couldn't be more wrong. His wife's dirty secrets are exposed and DeMarco is left to decide if he still wants his marriage. Intimidated by Love by Melody S. Available now at all online book retailers. everybody this is your girl bianca fly if you're looking for an amazing show with fantastic guests from book authors entrepreneurs poets music artists and more then i want to invite you to the beautiful butterfly show come and see you live and direct each and every tuesday and thursday at 6 30 p.m eastern standard time right here on your radio network
give you all my heart. Girl, my son sits anywhere you are. Maybe I'm a dreamer. You're still my queen. Your love's like a river, girl. It's running right through me. Share my life. Share. Hey, girl. You can trust in me. I need 